Welcome to Italia Mia, the podcast that brings you all things Italian. Yes, interviews, stories, recipes. Yes, today I'm going to be giving you a very, very practical recipe. I mean, um, I'm sure you're gathering a lot of your vegetables from the garden. I have two wonderful recipes for you. So I would like you to get paper and pencil, put it by your side. I will get to it after I give you a little information and a little music. Today I'm going to give you uh, a music by Gigione, very popular in Italy. He's very upbeat, and he has one recording that I really, really like, and it's dedicated to La Familia. So I am dedicating this to all of you, all the Italian families out there who are listening. Thank you for tuning in. And incidentally, we are brought to you by the Grand Lodge of New York and the Sons and Daughters of Italy in America. So here is my dedication to all the Italian families out there. Just one moment. Well, Gigione has uh, decided to give you another song, but La Familia follows right after this one, which is called La Bicicletta. Tutta la gente mi sento meglio del presidente Stasera 
bicicleta, bici, bicicleta, bici, bicicleta, e questo tutto per te. Bici, bicicleta, bici, bici, bicicleta, bici, bicicleta, e questo tutto per te. Bici, bicicleta, bici, bicicleta, bici, bicicleta. I apologize profusely. Now, La Familia, dedicated to all the Italian families out there. La Familia. Sono il padre di una bella famiglia. Sono contento di tutti i miei figli. Di mia moglie che è proprio una santa. Ogni giorno prega per lui. Ma nessuno si mostra infedele. Perché c'è tanto amore tra noi, la famiglia che pace conosce e vedrà nella vita che strada farà. La famiglia, la, la famiglia, famiglia, è la cosa più bella che c'è. La, la famiglia, la famiglia, è la cosa più cara che ho. La famiglia è importante. Nella casa con noi rimani anche tu. 
Gigione with la bicicletta e la famiglia, the most precious thing, la famiglia. Well, did that put you in the mood? You know, Italy is so very famous for its music. Yes, indeed. And we're going to talk today about a dance, a dance that has endured for centuries. Can you guess which dance that is? I know, you've got it. La Tarantella, the most famous folk dance in Italy, the Tarantella, which is a fiery, passionate dance performed primarily at weddings and other celebrations. You know that La Tarantella began in the 16th and 17th centuries and in the Middle Ages, and it has endured. La Tarantella is associated with the bite of the tarantula spider, the dance was considered a cure for the disease called tarantism, a form of hysteria. Victims of the spider's bite believed the spider's venom was released by frenzied dancing. This all began in the town of Taranto, in the region of Apulia. Tarantella is actually a group of various folk dances with fast, upbeat tempos, the name varies with every region. In Campania, it is called Tamuriata. Pizzica, in the Salento region of Apulia. Saltarella, in Abruzzo, Lazio, and Le Marche regions. And Sonu Abalu, in Calabria and eastern Basilicata. Let me tell you more about uh, Pizzica. Yes, Pizzica appears for the first time in 1797, organized by the nobility of Taranto in honor of King Ferdinand IV of Bourbon, and it was used as a medicine, able to heal the effect of the spider's venom. Well, if you haven't seen La Tarantella performed at an Italian wedding, which is always requested, I know, you realize that every time you go to an Italian wedding, what do we end up doing? La Tarantella. Well, if you're not familiar with it, and I can't believe that you're not, I would refer you to the wedding scene in the movie The Godfather or YouTube. And La Tarantella is always, um, there's a band behind which is, consists of a violin, guitar, tambourine, and an organetta. That is La Tarantella. Let me see what I can give you a little bit more information about it. As I said, Pizzica in the Salento region of Apulia. La Tarantella evolved into a dance of courtship, and it's performed by either a man and a woman, sometimes by two women, but always danced in a frenetic pace. And I always thought that perhaps you throw all your inhibitions away when you dance the Tarantella. You've seen it. It is frenetic. They dance around in a frenzy. And it is said that the dance was influenced by the Greeks hundreds of years ago. Okay. Um, let me see. What more can I tell you about La Tarantella? There isn't much more research on it. But um, I would certainly refer you to the movie and YouTube. And, you know, I want to ask you, when you've gone to weddings and seen La Tarantella performed, 
Have you seen the ladies with a handkerchief poised on their hip as they're dancing? Well, I know my family always did that, or actually my aunts and uncles would always have a pure white, clean handkerchief, and they would put it on their hip as they danced around. I don't know. Did your family do that? I'm just wondering. Well, whatever it is, as I said, it has endured for centuries, and it will never go away. The only thing is, I called several dance studios, and I asked if people, you know, requested knowing how to do the tarantella. No, the answer was no. But I really think it should come back to dance studios. Don't you want to learn how to do the tarantella if you haven't done it? Huh? Perhaps we should... Uh, we should pose that to the dance studios. Well, that's it for La Tarantella, but I have two wonderful recipes for you that utilizes the garden's bounty. Have you got your paper and pencil ready? These are lengthy, but oh, very well worth it. Uh, one is for sun-dried tomatoes. Yes, you can make your own sun-dried tomatoes. You don't have to go to an Italian specialty store and buy them, they're quite expensive. I know a lot of you out there have grown plum tomatoes, and that's what's needed for this recipe. Sun-dried tomatoes, you will need four pounds of plum tomatoes, washed of course, seeded and cut into halves, two tablespoons of salt, olive oil, fennel seeds, now sprinkle the tomatoes liberally with salt. Arrange them on a large cookie sheet covered with parchment paper or even plain brown wrapping paper. Now, now this is a memory from the Bronx. When my dad sold our house in Pelham Bay, we moved to an apartment. And of course, in the summer, ladies would bring their tomatoes to the rooftop, place them in the hot sun until they became shriveled. Well, you don't have to go to the rooftop. Please don't. Just go outside on your patio, place them in the hot sun till they become shriveled, and voila, you have sun-dried tomatoes. And now I know all of you have grown zucchini, and I have a wonderful recipe for cold zucchini. And here it is. You will need six young zucchini sliced, a half cup of unseasoned breadcrumbs, a half cup of olive oil, two cloves of garlic chopped, one medium-sized onion chopped, one tablespoon of fresh oregano, in Italian it's called origano, and chop that. Salt and pepper to taste. One quarter cup red wine vinegar. A half cup of ricotta salata grated. We're almost at the end. Heat a saute pan. Cook the garlic and onion in oil. Add the breadcrumbs and brown. Now set this aside. 
Boil the zucchini in a small amount of water until tender, but please do not overcook. Now transfer all of that to a bowl. Add the garlic, onion, oregano, crumbs and seasonings, and mix well. Molto delizioso, you have the recipe for cold zucchini. Perfect at this time of year. We still have warm days ahead of us, hopefully a few weeks. That would be nice, wouldn't it? And you could prepare this with ease and serve it to your guests. And remember, you've got sun-dried tomatoes. Imagine, imagine when you cook your pasta and you serve it with sun-dried tomatoes and you proudly proclaim, I grew the tomatoes and this is my recipe. Oh my, you will definitely be the hostess with the mostess. Yes, indeed. Well, actually, that is our show for today, and I certainly hope you enjoyed it. And remember, if you did not get all the recipes down, no problem, okay? Uh, each episode is posted every Sunday. This will be this coming Sunday. You can always go back because the recipes will be there for months on end, several months, four to five months. So if you haven't catch it, go back, and there it is. And then you can, you know, pass it on to your friends and relatives, okay? Well, that's it for today. And I'm looking forward to future, future episodes. I think we have some really, really good ones coming up. We have two gentlemen from our organization that will be with us in a few weeks, and they're going to be talking about the upcoming Columbus Parade in Huntington, which is a biggie, considering, you know, what has been done to Chris, the legacy of Christopher Columbus. So everyone, all Italians must get out there to the parade in Huntington. But we'll be having an episode dedicated to that with two fine gentlemen from the organization who will give you all the details. And in the coming weeks... Chris Monty, the comedian, will be back with us, and that will be a lot of fun. I don't know what we're going to be talking about this time, but be assured it will be informative and funny. So I'm wishing everyone, as I do every week, tante belle cose. Ciao, everyone. <laughs>